Hello and welcome to episode number 30 of Nurmer Nurmer. We talk about Dan Levy, we talk about Happiest Season, a handful of other things, and as the title of the episode implies, we talk about Schitt's Creek, motels, and adult Legos. Um, if you want some links to some stuff, gosh my brain is dead. I have watched so much Shit's Creek since we recorded this episode, and it was literally like two days ago. <laughs> I'm on season three, episode four, and I just started it the day that we recorded this podcast. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. If you, if you want some links or something, go to the Nurmer Nurmer Instagram. It's always there. Leave a five-star review if you like this episode or the podcast in general. It means so much more than you could possibly imagine. And... Um, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day, I guess. Oh, I have, um, oh, oh, I have housekeeping. Ah! Let me open my folder. Okay, the people on Shit's Creek have such annoying vocal tendencies. Like, I don't even hate them, but they are all so annoying. But I think that's the to. point. And I don't hate them, but I agree with you. It's a point. I just like, I think that's why I just screamed like that. <laughs> like Alexis is the most annoying person <laughs> on the damn show. She's like meant to be basic bitch embodied. Oh yeah. She does I'm- it great. Okay. Housekeeping item number one, cat food advent calendar. Yeah. I was thinking about doing, a do- making Vienna a dog one this year. I went to Trader Joe's for groceries today and saw that they had the cat ones for like six bucks. They're only $6? Depends on where you get them, but yeah. Well, I didn't even ever think of it until this year. Are you thinking about doing one? I think I might have to, yeah. I think you have to. Alexis, you're going to make your own dog food one? I was thinking about it. You've made dog treats before, though. Yeah. You could spend 40 times as much on it, though. I I feel like your cat specifically would tear apart the advent calendar if you tried to actually keep the treats in there. Yeah, she loves cardboard and treats. That's a good point. You could put catnip in each one. So she can have a crack out every day. Just put a bunch of cat wine in all of them and then she'll not pay attention. And then it'll be pointless. Is cat wine a thing? Cat wine exists. It's like catnip water that's dyed the color of rosé. I dig it. My cat wasn't interested. Alexis got my cat some cat wine, I think as a housewarming gift or something. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) And uh, I put it in a dish and I even tried to like swirl it with my finger and draw attention to it she did not, no, want did it. not care at all you're trying to poison her yeah she's <laughs> not really about getting poisoned yeah <laughs> she might have thought that smart cat. uh the other thing that i wanted to talk about is those cookie dough packages that are like i asked okay alexis hadn't heard of these last year when i asked her to get some for my christmas party but those cookie dough packages where they're all like coins and they used to come in a tube that you cut them up and there's a picture on every single coin yeah you know what i'm talking about now I do, yes. Are they they're always the same picture, right? Like for the whole tube? All the coins are the same picture, okay. yeah. This year they made some that uh are safe to eat raw. Ooh, that's fun. I mean, I just wanna say it's not like that ever stopped me from eating them before. That's what I'm saying, is I already ate a bunch of those raw because yeah. they're coins. You just pop one out. Yeah. Exactly. I I saw the same thing on a like a cookie bin or a cookie dough bin at Costco like a year ago and it was like safe to eat raw and it was like or no, it said eat raw or cooked. 
And I was like, bitch, I don't need you to put that on the label. I do that anyways. Does it make them more expensive? Uh, in this case, no. It was because it was vegan. Didn't have eggs in it. I think these are probably the same. I think they made them all mm, like it's not like an option. And I also don't think they're vegan or anything. They just created a new formula. That, Thanks, Pillsbury. Yeah, reduce their liability. <laughs> they probably could put like a gigantic like Surgeon General's warning or whatever. But that wouldn't be cute. Yeah. <laughs> what if what if at like Costco they were giving out like samples of raw cookie dough just to like snack on in the store? <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> Especially because they have like little miniature ovens they can bring around for people. They're like, no. <laughs> no, no. We're going to do this, bro. Just on like a toothpick. And the person across from them has like hotcakes. But they're just doing raw cookie, raw sugar cookie. I love raw sugar cookie. I've been craving sugar cookie this week. I don't like, I don't typically want sugar cookies. I feel like they're the most boring ones. But I think it's because I grew up having shitty sugar cookies. I bought those really gross sugar cookies with a disgusting amount of frosting from like the bakery section of the yeah, Dude, I know exactly. I what bought you're one of those about. for Halloween this year, and I was so happy. <laughs> They're disgusting. They're so gross, but so good. You don't enjoy it. Yeah, I. You don't enjoy it at all. But man, does is it satisfying? <laughs> I think I've only had them at church. The church gets them at the bakery section of the grocery store. <laughs> they could probably start doing communion with those. No. Ooh. They should do communion with raw cookie dough. Yeah, I think you're on to something. I don't know what the the blood of Jesus would be, though. Eggnog? Ugh. I'm thinking about being like in a really hot church and just giving you a raw cookie dough. I'm not. Raw cookie dough and some like hot chocolate. Know. But you have to drink it quick. <laughs> so it like burns you just a little bit. It cooks the <laughs> dough on the way down. Um, okay, so a week ago, I hadn't even heard of Dan Levy. Oh my god. Okay, I don't have that much time on you, but I'm surprised it took you this long. Only because I feel like I've been hearing about shits for like six months. And you're much more culturally aware than I am. Well, okay, so then today I watched the entire first season. Nice. 12 hours ago, I hadn't seen a single episode. Now I've seen the whole first season. But... I noticed on Instagram that people are sharing pictures of him all the time. You just haven't noticed? Everyone I follow on Instagram Instagram is queer. I've never noticed. There were so many people or like posting even just specifically Shit's Creek stuff, like memes and stuff. I've There were so many. You're getting targeted ads for it though? The thing is, it was recommended to me too many times and the algorithm definitely thought I was a Shit's Creek fan for a while because people kept recommending it to me and i think because i say and type the word alexis somewhat regularly <laughs> a combination of those things i think led the algorithm to think i was a shit's creek fan and it's the, pretty much the only time they've gotten it wrong but i would get like merch ads for like a shit's creek mask that's <laughs> so specific i've never been that dedicated to any show i don't know anybody here who's dedicated to a show you know would tattoo something on her body she loved it so much. Same. I don't know anybody. Are you drinking water out of a wine glass? Uh, no, that's uh, Snoop Dogg gin with lime and tonic water. Love it. So being that you basically just found out what Shit's Creek is, are you already aware of the family dynamics within the casting? Uh, that Sam and Eugene Levy are father and son. Is his name Sam? Dan. What's his name? Dan. Yeah, Dan. You tripped me up for a second. Dan... And then also Sarah is Twyla. It's his sister. Oh. Right? 
when I heard that his sister was also involved in it, initially thought that that it was Alexis. And I was like, oh, how weird. It's weird that they even bothered pulling in like a fourth person being Moira that wasn't in the family. And then I realized I was wrong. That makes sense, though. I uh, saw this news uh, segment yesterday where Eugene Levy was being interviewed and he was talking about his kids. And he, the words he used to describe uh, Dan, because his name's David in the show, I keep wanting to call him like David instead of Dan. The words he spoke about Dan were like, he is a phenomenal writer. He's like so incredibly talented, unmatched, like these very exaggerated, like awesome descriptors. And then he's like, Sarah is really quite good. (laughs) (laughs) All that I could think was, damn, someone has a favorite child. It's okay. Dan's pretty great. Dan is pretty great, but that's rough. On public television. I haven't under... I, okay, so I watched season one, but I don't know what you, David, is yet. Oh, it's just like a thing that Alexis says to David. It's just like a, a way that she... She's like, ew, David. You can hear it, right? Yeah. She talks the way that like TikTokers making fun of influencers talk. Yeah. Exactly. But then I'm like... They probably got that from her. She didn't get it from them. Or or some version of her. Yeah. Even if it's not her. But I'm like, it's funny. It sounds like a spoof. It doesn't sound real. So this show started five years ago. I'm just now seeing this. That's crazy. I can't believe it's been around for five years. There are six seasons, I guess. Yeah. I heard about it when the first season came out. And everyone was... I, I had like a few people around me that were like... Have you seen this show? And then they would say, Alexis, every time they would talk to me. And so then I never watch it. Every time people at work would speak to me, they would speak to me like that. <laughs> it really ruined that. Yeah. You just had to boycott it. That's got to be exhausting. I had to boycott it because everybody was like, you would love this show. But now I get it. <laughs> right. It wasn't. I get why everyone said that to me. But it's because David's a fucking pansexual, like queer presenting. <laughs> That's all it is. That's why people kept recommending it to me. So you watched uh, Happiest Season recently, right? Yeah, and I didn't know that he was in Schitt's oh. Creek. Oh, okay. Happiest Season is the new uh, Hulu holiday movie that has Kristen Stewart and Aubrey Plaza and some other person. Clua Duvall or I don't remember her name. Yeah, I don't... Unfortunately, I didn't like her character, so I'm not committing her actor's name to memory. The queers of the internet are mad about the ending. I'm kind of mad about the ending. I cried the whole time, which I don't think was supposed to happen. I've only watched half of it, so no spoilers. I've been I've been the like weird plus one at a family event where it's like, this is my friend who looks gay, but we're not dating. Like three different times. And it sucks. And so I hate that movie. <laughs> Wait, you hate it. <laughs> I like that it exists because I like Kristen Stewart, and apparently I love Dan Levy. He's great. He's pretty good. Cool. And it's it's a plot. I mean, it's a plot that I haven't gotten to see portrayed on film, but it does hurt my feelings, and I don't know if I'll watch it again. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of interested in how it unfolds. I'll probably finish it tonight. Uh, I was glad everyone watched it right away because I really needed to talk to people about it, and I texted a group chat and was like, "Hey, have you guys watched this movie?" And someone replied and said. It looks like on Wikipedia that it came out today. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, it came out like 12 hours ago. But and then I talked to like one person about it and I was satisfied. That's all you needed. How was it? How did it hold up as a holiday film? It was fine. Um, I the biggest red flag 
in this relationship is I don't trust somebody who loves Christmas. <laughs> why? Be- what are you? You don't. Why do you love Christmas? <laughs> You're a gay person and you love Christmas? That's weird. <laughs> but then I was like kind of glad because Kristen Stewart is like so compassionate about it. And she's like, I don't really love Christmas, but I'm glad you do. And I'm glad I get to live through you on that. And you can take the lead on the like whatever the fuck making gingerbread houses or whatever. And I was like, okay, I'm taking notes because what if I meet somebody who loves Christmas and they're perfect in every other way? (laughs) They just love Christmas. So prior to this, was someone loving Christmas a deal breaker? Um, no, but I never knew what to say. (laughs) (laughs) You you started this podcast off with a cat (laughs) advent calendar. Now you have to do one. I, like, called her earlier about Christmas shopping, and now I feel like I should never tell her I participate in Christmas again. Yeah, no, I definitely participate, <laughs> but to, like, walk around and be like, Christmas is my favorite holiday. I don't trust that. My thing is Halloween. People that, like, live for November, December. I, I get it. My concern with it mostly is, do you love it because of materialism? Uh, especially because this character is, like, wealthy. Yeah, I'm sure I could meet somebody who loves Christmas for reasons that I can respect, but my instinct is to be like... But then Kristen Stewart's character was more real and relatable. Kristen Stewart's character is like, I'd rather be the person who stays back and watches everyone's pets for them. I don't think the premise of this show is terribly original of Schitt's Creek. No, I feel like it's it's like a thing that is, I think, caught on really well within shows in like the last 15 years has been like endearing mediocrity. Yeah. It's kind of why I think the office became like, like got the fan base that it did. Same with parks and rec Shit's Creek. Like. Or like a more pessimistic take would be like fetishizing the working class. That is quite a bit more pessimistic. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like, it kind of reminds me of Arrested Development. Cause it's like, funny haha rich people lost their money oh i still haven't seen arrested development dude i need to if you like schitt's creek arrested development's good it's uh, arrested development's a lot more clever and schitt's creek is more sitcom-y mm-hmm. but i think they're both good shows because i was thinking about it like what if i were to make a change what would make this show more acceptable to me i guess because i'm kind of over like rich people losing their money so i think that's also the plot of the mick which is that um Gosh, what's that actress's name? You know the girl from Always Sunny? Sweet D. Uh, yes. Kate. Yeah, so she's in a show called The Mick that... Oh, Caitlin Olsen. Yeah, Caitlin Olsen. But she plays pretty much the same character, and she's, like, the drunken aunt. And I think, like, her sister lives in a mansion and loses a bunch of money. And uh, Caitlin Olsen goes and lives there and, like, is the nanny or something. I don't know. I just feel like it's been done. The You can, like, pull any aspect of the show and there's a different show that does it yeah i think i have a lot less knowledge on shows than you it's okay different priorities (laughs) uh stevie resonates with me on a soul level oh my god i love stevie i was trying to figure out what i knew stevie from and then i realized i just thought she was selena gomez or something she reminds me of selena gomez (laughs) they look so different it's something about the way she talks reminds me of wizards of waverly place oh boy you saying that out loud. Which I only Hold watched on. in secret because I was boycotting the Disney Channel. If at all, I think her and Selena Gomez's mouth resembles each other. I was going to say it's just her mouth. It's like she's got very specific like 
lips and teeth. Mm-hmm. It's her mouth. It sounds creepy. No, it's true. That's exactly what I was thinking. She's amazing. She only gets better as the show goes on. I really like that um, she's like the smart front desk person. She's not like, like there are a lot of characters in the show that are just small towny. Yeah. They're like meant to be kind of made fun of. She's not being made fun of. Also, ever since I moved to a small town, I feel weird about shows that talk about small towns. Because it's true. You feel personally attacked? Like, there's this line that killed me in one of the first episodes where there's a leak. It's the second episode. There's a leak in the ceiling. And the dad goes into the front office and is like, call a plumber. And Stevie says, okay, I'll see if he's home. And calls his number and was like, oh, he's got to be asleep. (laughs) Them. I see that. And it's the one plumber. And that's like funny if you live in a city. But it's very real. If it's... But it's just true. Um, Alexis, I don't know if you knew this, but my mom and I guess really her whole family spent my mom's childhood years living in the, uh, I guess I won't say which motel, but her dad built a motel and they like grew up living in it. I feel like motel living, especially in this show, looks Almost appealing. It looks like a luxury duplex situation with less permanent neighbors. Um, have you thought about it before watching this show? I haven't thought about actually the the my mom parallel until a minute ago. Oh. But just the fact that like for some reason motel living looks like kind of appealing because it's like every day is a little bit different. Aside from, okay, if it costs the same amount, obviously motels aren't treated like typical housing because it's like a downgrade from a hotel and it adds up pretty quickly however you have like all these weird quirky mm-hmm. neighbors and then you can just like wander to the front desk and hang out i don't know motels are interesting um what is that movie there's a movie about living in a motel that i really liked the florida project it's this a uh, young mom lives in a motel with her daughter and the daughter's like super vulgar and like under eight years old oh, interesting. and just trolls around with the other motel kids. And then for one night a month, they go to a motel across the street because they can't stay there for more than 30 days or they'll be considered a permanent resident and like get in trouble or something. So they change for a night and then come back. So they change for a night and come back. And then there's also another one with Shia LaBeouf. That's an A24 movie where they're always staying in motels. American Honey. That's a really similar movie. But they're always staying in motels. American Honey? Not Honey Boy. Because oh, Honey Boy also references that. Not Honey Boy. Honey Boy has motels too? Yeah. Honey Boy does have... The, yeah, they, they because they were traveling a lot for acting and stuff. Yeah, they lived like in a motel. Uh, that's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. There's something like romantic about being in a motel like when i drove across the country i stayed at this motel in the middle of nowhere new mexico where every room had a different theme and mine was like hawaii themed but there the room next to me was like alien themed that seems like way too much effort it was just the decor and it was That's still like motel. so much effort oh my god it was, yeah it was just like hibiscus it's kind of cute though. things in my room but the people who run the motel live in the building yeah because you have to be there and, like, you could get there in the middle of the night and you ring the doorbell and they get up in their pajamas and they give you a key. Yeah, there's um, – I have a memory of, like, the – there was the typical – again, in my mom's situation, there was, like, the typical front lobby area that they would have open during business hours. But after, like, the family had dinner and went to bed, they 
installed like a pane of glass essentially that was like just outside of their kitchen in between like their kitchen and the living room so it would have been a dining room but wasn't really used as one they put like a pane of glass so that they could like slide it open in the middle of the night and it would had had this terrible buzzer that would like buzz loudly in the master bedroom and they'd have to literally wake up out of a dead sleep and like get these people keys so that they could stay it is whole lifestyle to have to like run a motel it's crazy yeah, kind of into it it's kind of cool <laughs> wonder what the investment if that's a good return on investment or not i don't know how much you'd make monthly versus how much it would cost you to run it right do people run motels out of necessity like just like that's the job that's the lot they were given in life or is that like a dream hmm. i don't know that i've ever met someone who dreamed of doing it but I don't feel like it's somewhere you find yourself on accident either. That's a good point. Uh, I remember watching like documentaries of like people who were who would own motels and basically just make it a creep thing. So they would like hide cameras in the ceilings and stuff like that. Oh, I don't like that. And I would assume people like that. That, and I would feel like in that case, it's a dream. Hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends on the motive. Like, you know, okay, here's my goal. I'm going to own a motel and then do all this gross stuff. I'm pretty sure that, like, half of the traumatic stories I've heard from my mom's childhood took place because, not at, because of the motel. <laughs> there were, like, a lot of violent things that would happen. Yeah, that does make sense. It Motels are kind of just like a stationary Greyhound bus. Like, it's the same kind of, like, any type of person is coming through. Kind of, yeah. Does Google even offer like motels five star maximums or do they just cap out at three stars? Because I don't think that motels that are more than that exist. I don't think Google My Business should even offer it. (laughs) Do five star motels exist? You'd have to be somewhere really bougie, I think, for a five star motel to exist. Dude, it's not even giving me motel answers. It's only giving me hotels. I feel like there's got to be a tier. Is it, <laughs> is it called motel because of like motor? Like, is it like something about the fact that you're like traveling and in between places? I'm going to look it up. Origin. It's pretty ridiculous that there's not a five-star motel because it like it should be tiers within motels. Like there's going to be a $5 or a five-star McDonald's, but there's also going to be like a five-star like fancy restaurant in New York City. It's not saying that it's as good as the McDonald's, but the McDonald's is a five-star fast food McDonald's. It's graded on a curve. Right. Guys, I'm so proud of myself. In 1920, or in the 1920s, rather, motel came from the combination of motor and hotel. Can you screenshot Nikki's face and put that on the Instagram? Great work. Thank you. That is incredible. Well, I think the star rating also changed a little bit with like Google ratings because it's no longer like a critic Mm. rating it. (laughs) Did you mean five star rated hotels? (laughs) Yeah, it tries to autocorrect. I'm going to look up motel near me. I find a single one above three and a half stars. Also, now that... Yeah, that's what I did, too. And I'm also good. I see a 3.7. <laughs> uh, so, 
at one point I decided to look up the entire this is going off of Alexis really dark thing. I try I looked up every sex offender in this zip code and some of them live at a motel. They live at one motel, like multiple of them. I think motels have like the least number of rules of reasons you can turn somebody away. Well, I guess I don't really know how it works either like becoming a permanent resident because like you I don't I could be wrong, but I feel like hotels can't turn down or motels can like turn down a sex offender just getting a room there can they i honestly i doubt it because like a motel i feel like you can get a motel under like a fake name honestly yeah but these people are on the sex offender registry with a motel address right so they're permanent residents there yeah they are permanent yeah right but i wonder every time someone checks in do they have to bring their paper like, do they have to introduce themselves to people who are, li- or since they're, like, if someone else moves into the hotel as a permanent resident, then they would have to introduce themselves. But if it's just someone staying the night. Sounds like a nightmare. That's, kind of, yeah. that's fucked on all levels. Sounds yeah. like bad news for everybody. I'm not owning a hotel, a motel. If you were staying at a motel and, like, we're told, just so you know, there's a sex vendor on floor th- or on door three would you be how would you feel that that was expressed to you i wouldn't like that i don't think i'd stay i think i'd ask for my money back agreed what if it's the only motel like you're driving through the night it's the absolute only place you can stay i mean if i'm driving do i have a car that's true you can sleep (laughs) in the car in the car depending on the climate that i'm in in the motel parking lot (laughs) (laughs) although i guess i guess a car is just as secure as a locked room but still Ugh, don't like that. One time, I was staying in a hotel by myself, and I had the TV on really low. Someone in the hotel across from me was screaming and knocking on my door, and they were like, I hear you in there! You better shut the fuck up! And, like, screaming at me. And so then, uh, someone from the front desk called me and they were like hey someone's complaining about you and i'm like i'm not doing anything someone's screaming at me and they were like okay just like keep it down and i was like okay i won't talk <laughs> and then the lady was still screaming and then eventually the front desk guy came upstairs and i had checked in really late at night so he like knew it was me and then he came upstairs and like knocked on my door and he was like i don't think you're doing anything and i was like no I'm literally not, not. this lady <laughs> screaming and so then he had to come back up like multiple times and was like i'm so sorry she's like on something the next morning when i went downstairs he was like i'm so sorry like i'm gonna move your rooms free of charge you didn't do anything blah 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 being a motel owner would have to be horrifying (laughs) would have to be like being a landlord for really bad tenants but constantly and always different ones every day also, if they need towels, like that's your job. Yeah. Doesn't sound like a good time. Yeah, true. Like, make sure right. they didn't spill something nasty. Whereas when you're like an apartment tenant, uh, you'll see it at the end of the year, you know? <laughs> um, Alexis, Nikki figured out how to look up what year your apartment was made, and it was made in 1901. Mine? Yeah. How'd you find out? It's on Zillow. Actually, yours wasn't on there, but I looked at your next door house. Wow. Mine was made in 1900. Gotcha. I can't believe you beat me. I lost by 50 years. I would have guessed mine was older than yours. 
Shit's Creek. Great name. Oh, the ser- the series ended this year? Mm-hmm. Mm, I thought it was still going. That's sad. It just got super popular. I know. That's what I was thinking is like these shows go for years and years. And then like at the very end of them, people are like, oh, my God, you should watch this show. Yeah, it finally catches up. I mean, it must be pretty rewarding, though. Yeah. Like Breaking Bad was a show for like four seasons. What was? Breaking Bad was a show for a long ass time before everyone was like, it's Breaking Bad. And then they binge the first, the whole first million seasons right in time for the finale. Parks and Rec was on for a while before it got like big too. Well, there's so many sitcoms. You can't watch them right away. You don't know what, what they're up to. Yeah. Especially, well, also in in the COVID times, I'm not prone to watching new things. I have to really have my arm twisted to watch a new thing. Yeah. I like things that I already know what's going to happen because I don't like the anxiety of finding out what's going to happen in a show. Ever since Blackish <laughs> had a major plot twist that made me cry at the beginning of quarantine, Oof. I was like, all right, I'm only watching things yeah, I've already seen. That's fair. End of story. I can't handle new information. Or you could be like me and watch eight seasons of Girlfriends and then find out it was canceled in the middle of the season. That's so <laughs> sad. No, I never want to watch a TV that's rough, dude. I thought it was. I was confused because the next episode. Then, like, I was just watching it on Netflix, and then it was the first episode, and I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" And it was just like I knew it was canceled, but I thought it was canceled like season finale cliffhanger type of canceled. But instead, it was just a random episode in the season. Yeah. <laughs> I never wanted to watch a TV show again. I was so, so mad. I watched it quick too. Yeah, I feel like you watched the whole... How many seasons are there of Girlfriends? There's like seven and a half. Yeah, I watched it in a, I watched it in a couple weeks. <laughs> to be fair, I was quarantined for a couple weeks, but still. That's a lot to get through really fast. But yeah, the, the motel on Schitt's Creek, I think, looks nicer than I think a motel actually would be. I've been trying to figure that out in the season that I watched. Because there are certain scenes where I'm like, this room looks fucking huge. The interior, yes. The exterior, no. No, I think that the interior is is done up to be like a little bit trendy, like with the painted like dark teal brick. That's something oh, that yeah. like a nice motel would do. Right. However, the outside of it, I feel like it's pretty spot on. Spot on. Yeah, and, like, it'll show a shot of, like, the bed under the window and the curtains are, like, absolutely motel curtains. I'm looking at a Lego set of the Schitt's Creek Motel right now. (gasps) What? Yeah, it's pretty cute, actually. (laughs) Dude, I saw this amazing Andy Warhol, Marilyn Monroe Lego set. They make these adult (gasps) Lego sets now that are dots, so it's, like, a meditation thing Mm -hmm. where you make the picture out of dots. But there's a Marilyn Monroe one. Is it like a physical thing? Yes. Or is it like over like an online thing? Wait, what? No, it's a physical thing. It's like you get the bags of all the colors of the dot. It's kind of like a paint by number. And then you put them all on there. Oh. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what I was getting Alexis for Christmas. But then they were all out of all the good ones. The only one left, I think, was like the Beatles or something. It was something that I knew <laughs> like wasn't worth it. Shits Creek Lego set. I love that they just fucking called it Shits Creek. That was a turnoff until I started watching it. I was like, why did they, how did they get away with this? So good. Have you gotten to the episode yet with the sign? Yeah, that's so early on. <laughs> so good. The Shits Creek Legos look cute. Yeah, they look pretty cute. 
I also, there's not a lot of representation for old white women wearing wigs. I'm glad that they just show that she wears a wig. Yeah, I felt like, I've been trying to figure out if that's a normal thing. Well, it is, but you don't know it because it never, ever gets talked about. Right, right. My great-grandma popped off her hair once after we had been hanging out with her for a few hours because she like got hot. She lived in Phoenix. I love that. And she just popped her hair off. And her wig was gray. Like, And this woman's wigs are often gray. So it looks real. Sometimes they're obviously wigs, but sometimes they're not. Right. My great-grandma had like a wig that looked like 70-year-old hair, but she was like 90. <laughs> so it was like really short gray hair. Do they talk about it in the show or is it just like a thing? Oh my god, there yes, it comes up all the time and she has wigs hanging all around her room. <laughs> and she has different hair in every scene. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I like that. This motel looks cute. There's a lot of cute Lego sets in the world. There really are. I wish I They can be expensive. Yeah, they're so expensive. It's ridiculous. They're so fun, though. Or, like, the adult ones that are, like, really tiny. Oh, they're so much fucking fun. It says, though, oh, yeah, the Lego set of Schitt's Creek has the wigs hanging on the wall. <laughs> One of Somebody's audio sounds like the coffee game I've been playing on my Switch where you just hear chatter in the background. <laughs> Is it mine? It sounds... Uh. I don't have. Chatter. It sounds like a restaurant in the background. Oh, like people. That's so weird. Colin's like doing. Oh, chatter. Okay, so not like he's doing the dishes. I think that might be it. I also don't think it's very loud. I think. Do you think you have PTSD from playing a coffee shop game? Yeah. When you also work at a coffee playing shop. the coffee shop game at the coffee shop was kind of a lot. <laughs> oh my gosh! There's a really great scene in in Schitt's Creek where uh, one of the the rich girl Alexis is like. She sends. She wants to send back food because it was made wrong, but it wasn't even her food. And the guy was like, "No, no, 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 no. I want to keep it. I like this. This is fine." And the waitress is like, "So do you want to keep it?" And she's like, "No, no, no. Take it. You made it wrong." And they are like having this weird argument. <laughs> Later, she's trying to vent about it to this other guy in the show, and she explains what happens. And he was like, "Yeah, I never send back food. I think that's kind of rude." <laughs> I'm trying to think if I ever have. I only send back. I've never sent back food, but in my head, it's like if it was for some reason dangerous. Well, <laughs> if it's like if it's like the wrong sauce or something, I'm whatever. I think maybe I sent back a burger once because it was like way undercooked, like to a point of gagging. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If it's dangerous, I sent back a margarita at Margaritaville. Because, first of all, those are like $30 margaritas. And I ordered one, and then my friend ordered one. And then we ordered again. Like, I ordered a blackberry, and my friend ordered a watermelon. And they brought us two watermelons. And the blackberry one was amazing. Like, the best mar best cocktail I've ever had. And it was like $30. <laughs> my friend was like, you gotta get it. You gotta get it. Like, I, I felt awful about it. But... I did ask them to. Right. I really, I did ask them for a different one. Yeah, no, I, I feel like something like that. Um, I ordered a margarita at Chili's and the glass was broken. Oh my god. Uh, are they trying to? Kill and it was you? in the margarita, and I was like, "Yo, this is broken." <laughs> she didn't even take it away. She just refunded it and didn't bring me a new one. <laughs> oh my god. That's all. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I'm never coming to Chili's again. Why am I here?" <laughs> Uh, the Schitt's Creek Twitter has been tweeting a map of all the states they've seen uh, an EU David license plate in. 
Oh, I like that. Seven characters. It's perfect. In February, there were 22. And at this point, scrolling down a bit, they just tweeted on November 5th, and it was up to 46. Wow. That's obnoxious. New Mexico does not have one. Neither does Montana. Just want to throw that out there. Neither does Louisiana. Really? What about, like, Hawaii? Uh, Nope, none in Hawaii, but yes, in Alaska. Also, I definitely thought this was an electoral college map at first. (laughs) (laughs) On a... <laughs> Can I do an SNL spoiler for the one after with Dave Chappelle? Yeah. Uh on the cold open when Trump's trying to say that he won basically. He's like, "Look at this map. This is the map of all the red states." <laughs> and then like a mostly dark red and then some light reds. <laughs> the map says COVID-19 cases. Oh my god. <laughs> He's like, "Get rid of the map. Get rid of the map." Too easy. I'm so tired of looking at maps. <laughs> <laughs> so many fucking maps. They all mean something different. Uh, there's been a lot of maps this year. A lot of maps. Big map year. <laughs> Big, <laughs> 2020, 2020, the year of the maps. <laughs> uh, I looked at Dan Levy's account to see if he tweeted about Elliot Page, but he didn't. Did he not? No. He's only tweeted about himself. Oh, wait, no, he did! Yay! He responded with hearts. Also, Netflix responded. Yeah, Netflix was the first response I saw. That's cool. Oh, gosh, I'm gonna make this search, but if it's dark, I'm not gonna say it. What are you searching? JK Rowling. Ugh. Nope, she's kept her stupid mouth shut. That's good. What do you know? Give her a couple weeks. She'll have something to add. Yeah, she's always got something else. Yeah, people will stop talking about her, and then she'll have something to say. Well, I got nothing else on Dan Levy. He was in the Behind These Hazel Eyes music video by Kelly Clarkson. Oh my god. What year was that? I'm gonna guess that was like 2003. Breakaway, I think, is that album? 2004. Nice. Wow. He kind of looks like David from Roseanne, but he's David from Schitt's Creek. He's like the gay version. <laughs> he's like a mix of David from Roseanne and uh, that one guy from New Girl. Schmidt. Schmidt's Creek. Yeah. Oh, I dig. Schmidt's Creek would be great. Maybe that's why I have made that connection. <laughs> I already did that to myself earlier today. Schmidt's Creek. I've never seen New Girl. <laughs> I was going to ask if you had. <laughs> I honestly love that show. Schmidt's funny. I was really into it in the beginning. There was I don't remember what it was, but there was something that happened in it that made me really lose interest. It lost me a little more towards like the last one third of it. I think yeah, I think when the characters started kind of breaking away from each other, I got uninterested cuz I liked them all together. Yeah. I think I watched one episode. I don't know that you'd l- love it. Right, that was the thing is I was like I just don't think the show is for me. Yeah. I don't care that other people like it. I don't think it's offensive. I just don't like it. Yeah. Great. Now i got to listen to a bunch of Kelly Clarkson. I was literally thinking the same thing. I was like, damn, I haven't even thought of the Breakaway album in like 10 solid years. Oh, I got into a big Kelly Clarkson kick at the beginning of the year. Also, Lindsay Lohan. Right? Wait, is that... Yeah, that's what you guys like came over. Oh my god, that was way more than a year ago. That was oh like my two years god. ago. <laughs> wow, we're in the last month. I can't talk about it. Because you're going to miss it? <laughs> I'm just really 
savored the beauty of this year. Yeah, I get it. What are, you, are you going to? What are your New Year's Eve plans? <laughs> Honestly, to be honest, this is probably going to be like my I, favorite New Year's yet because my family always wants to do like extended family, everyone like come together, and we don't like it. Yeah, we just like want to spend it quietly alone. Yeah, and we legally, basically, are required to now. So, can't. Sorry, mom. <laughs> you know. I've been a pessimist forever, but this year it really paid off. And at New Year's last year, I said, please don't celebrate the 1920s because it was the Great Depression and it was terrible. And everyone's like, gotta (laughs) go back to the Roaring Twenties. Let's fucking do it. Right. And then everyone's like, cheers to the Roaring (laughs) Twenties. We love Prohibition. They really asked for it. I didn't understand the themes of all the parties. I didn't go to one. This is the first time Colin has like posted anything really with much depth on social media. But for New Year's this year, he was like, not a sentimental person, but I have a good feeling about this year. And I'm pretty sure it was his last post. And it's been just a shit year. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that already I'm seeing everybody's Spotify end of year lists. Huh, people's end of year lists are going to be weird. Oh, let's do a fuck Mary Kill to that. Fuck Mary Kill. The entire show Shits Creek. I don't know. Never mind. I don't know. Living in a motel. <laughs> living in Roseanne's living room. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are such weirdos. I love it. And living in the Lego set of Shits Creek. Ooh, okay. Ooh. I'm gonna marry Roseanne's living room. I was so nervous you're gonna fuck Roseanne's living room. <laughs> huh. I think I'm gonna fuck a motel and kill a Lego set actually. Weird. Just feels right. I I don't feel like I am in a place that I can even answer this question. <laughs> I don't feel like I know enough about two of the options. You don't know enough about Legos? I mean I'm gonna marry Legos, kill Roseanne's living room and Fuck shit's creek. I don't know if I can marry Roseanne's or mo- Moto. I'm I'm gonna second that because I was leaning towards that anyways. That's a stressful living room. I change I change my answer. I don't think I could live in there. I think there's a lot of yelling in there. There's a lot of yelling in there. Everyone's always mad. Yeah, I can't do it. I'm 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 killing it. Sorry. I'm marrying the Lego set. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go from <laughs> killing it to marrying it. Wow. What a wild ride. to make a podcast for a really 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 long time before I was actually able to and the thing that allowed me to do it was Anchor. Anchor you can edit the podcast, you can record the podcast, you can invite friends to join it, 
all on the Anchor app. So you need a phone or a computer. You can go to the library, log in there if you really needed to. You could use an old iPod Touch. It's the most accessible way that I have found to make a podcast because I really thought that you had to spend a bunch of money and get a bunch of production equipment and whatever in order to do it. But when I figured out I could use Anchor as a platform to host the podcast, they distribute it for me. Um, You probably already know this if you've ever listened to an episode before or if you have seen the description with the tag that says that I make it on Anchor. If you want to do this, if you want to get into it, it's super easy. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app and I swear it's free. Like it's, it's so easy. It's the easiest, freest, most free way to host a podcast.